0: Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adeo me again. I was teaching divine healing. This is part three. Now, you can get part one and two on my website or you can get it to you through YouTube. In part one of divine healing we talk about healing is part of the atonement and that you have to believe it that it is what Christ has paid for on the cross and confess it with your mouth and begin to expect that your any sickness in you must live, right? Because Christ already paid for it, He bought it for you so you don't have to be that sickness again. It will die, it will like po- double punishment. If somebody, if you owe somebody money and a, a friend comes and says, Okay. All that you owe, uh, I paid it to the person, and the person collected the money from your friend and say, "Okay, you are free. You have no, you don't owe me anymore." Should you still be arrested by this person and say you still owe him when you have been, it have been paid for? That would be double punishment. No, that's not the way it works in the world, and that's not the way it works in the uh, in this place either. When Christ paid for it, it is paid for. But you have to know about it. If you don't know about it, and stand your ground, that enemy can still come and hold you to it. That Means he's cheating you, also. You don't want to be cheated. Christ has already paid for our healing, so I shouldn't be cheated. So that's why we are teaching this thing that it is part of the atonement Christ paid for. First Peter chapter 2, verse 24 says, By whose right you are healed, past tense. The stripes of Jesus Christ before he went to the cross was for, for our healing. So we have to confess it to the devil. When the end that enemy tried to come back and say, You owe me, I said, No, I don't owe you. Christ paid it up on the cross, it is finished on the cross. I don't owe you. It is paid in full on the cross. You have to confess it to your mouth and believe it. Don't be afraid. Believe it and confess it to your mouth. That's what will make the devil run away from you. Why? The Bible says in the book of Revelation chapter 12, verse 11, that we, the saints of God, overcame the dragon. That's the devil that's causing all these diseases and sicknesses and death and all these troubles. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb of God. What do you mean by the blood? Because Christ paid through it with his blood. He paid with his blood. Now, if we don't know it or we don't believe it, then there's no way we can be we able to resist the devil. He said, By the word of our testimony, also, we we'll go and read it in Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. How did you overcome the dragon? By the blood of the Lamb. That means Christ paid for it. Pay for it is one part of it. If somebody's paid your debt and your loan, but you better know about it so that this loan officer. Does not come back and say, I agree with you again and try to harass you. You tell him that it is already paid in full. When you say that, you know you're right. The Lord officer or the collector, they call them collectors. debt collectors. They will have to leave you why? because you're telling them, it is already paid for. I don't owe you anymore. I do not owe you anymore, Satan. I do not owe you anymore. Christ already paid for my healing. I am healed. You keep saying it, the devil have to withdraw. Why? Because angels are listening. They are going to knock the devil off with, with fire if he does not withdraw. They will have to beat him down if he does not withdraw. But you have to know your rights and confess it. That's how God lives it. God wants you to know your right, so you confess your right. They shall overcome. He said, My people perish for lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge is what is making people perish. When you allow the devil to be doing all those havoc against you, it's because you do not know your rights. So that's why the Bible says, My people perish for lack of knowledge. So you should not lack knowledge. That's why you are teaching this thing. And when you understand and believe it, confess it with your mouth. They say "But this thing is hurting you. Don't worry about the heart. Keep confessing it and that heart will cease. That heart will cease because the devil has causing the heart must live. Because he must not hurt us. He said, Nothing shall by name is hurt us. It's what Christ said. Behold, I give unto you authority to tread upon serpents and Satan and scorpions as the demons. And of all the power of the enemy, that is sickness and disease and death, that is the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by enemies hurt you. That is the ordinance of God. The devil knows about it, but do you know about it? That's how he's hitting you and me. The devils know about it, but do you know you're right? If you know it, then tell the devil to leave you alone. Keep confessing it until the devil knows that you have. This fellow knows it's right, the devil will have to avoid you. That is how we overcome. That's why the Bible says in the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 11, that they, with saints of God, overcame the dragon by the blood of the Lamb, the Lamb of God. That is the blood because you already pay for this thing, with His blood. But pay for it is one thing unless we know it and know our rights and then confess it. And by the word of their testimony, is what the Bible says. So we have to confess by the word of our testimony that Hey, Jesus Christ paid this thing in full. Christ paid this thing in full. Christ paid for our redemption in full. Our body has been redeemed. Our soul has been redeemed. Our spirit has been redeemed. So Satan, take your sicknesses and diseases and death and sin out of my body, out of my soul, out of my spirit. In the name of Jesus, I can be gone. He has to obey. Why? Because that is the ordinance of God. That is the Bible. That is the word of God. It is written. That is how the devil was defeated by the Lord Jesus Christ also. He said it is written. It is written, Satan. Listen. We overcame you Satan by the blood of the Lamb of God because He already paid for in full. Christ said it is finished. And by the word of my testimony, and I am testifying to you right now Satan, listen. Christ has really healed me. By His flesh. I was healed, so there should be no disease and sickness in my body. Take it away. In the name of Jesus Christ. And Christ has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. So take your death and death agents away from me. In the name of Jesus Christ. As you confess it, the devil has have to withdraw. He has to. Because that is the ordinance of God and every name, every nature bow to the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So that is what we are saying. Now in this third, third part of this uh, divine healing, we have talked about it is the will of the Father to heal us. Because he already paid for it. Mark chapter 1 verse forty. We also talk about the fact that it was Satan that was afflicting mankind. Luke chapter 13 verse 16. Point that one out. Now we also give some ways to receive healing that God has put in the Bible. Gifts of healing was in the Bible for us. Laying hand on the hands by yourself, lay your hand upon yourself. Mark chapter sixteen, verse seventeen and eighteen. Or somebody lay hand upon you, but you have to use your faith to claim your healing. The laying of hand is like a point of contact that as they lay hand upon me as my lay on myself. I claim my healing right now from this time moment I'm well. And you expect yourself to be well. The prayer of faith. Like you see in the book of James. is another way. Where elders can come and pray over you. But you still have to receive that healing by faith. That as they pray over you. You are receiving your healing. You have to use your faith to receive it. He also said, you have to confess your fault so that you can be healed as you pay one for another. Confessing your fault one to another doesn't even need elders. You offend somebody, go and confess to the first You offend somebody among the believers offend you, forgive them. Confessing one another because all of those unforgiveness and all those misbehaviors, gossiping, backbiting, all those things are the avenues the enemy uses to, to attack believers. But when you close all those doors, confessing your faults and asking for forgiveness and then you pray for the other person the other person pray for you say said you can be healed also that way that's another way God has put in the body of Christ for healing one another then even hearing the word of God that is being taught like this can also heal you Psalm seven verse 17 says He sent His word to heal them so as you hear the word of God that you are preaching on radio or you read it yourself in the Bible you can, be, you, you can receive your healing just that way it's already paid for you are just receiving it it's like everything that has been deposited for you in your bank account. But you are going to the bank right now to collect. That's what you are doing. Christ doesn't have to go and be doing it again. It's already done. Your healing is already done. That's what the Bible says. Christ has already healed you. Now you have to, it's like it's deposited in your bank account. Now you collect it. By your faith, you collect it. By these steps that I just laid out, somebody lay hand upon you, you now say, I receive it now. Or somebody pray over you, you say, I receive that healing right now. And you receive it and you expect it to be so. And keep confessing that Christ already healed me and so I receive it. From the day they lay hand upon me, I receive it and I am believing. I believe I am well. You have to believe it. Confess that you believe you are well and you guys shall be so. Now, this last part, I want to talk about how to keep that healing because many times the devil that is driven out like uh, the parable that the Lord Jesus gave those devil will try to come back but you don't want them to come back you have to resist the devil steadfastly living. that's what I'm going to talk about and teach you how to do that in this last in this chapter in this section now let's look at uh, what the Lord Jesus Christ said he said When an unclean spirit was sent out of a man, that unclean spirit went into dry places, seeking rest. And when he found none, he said to himself, I will go to my house where I have been driven out. And so when he came back to that house, he found it garnished, but empty, empty. And then the devil went and got several more devils that are worse than himself. And they came and forced themselves into that I said the last state of that man will be worse than the first. Now it was given us a parable that that is what it will be like to the generation. Thinking that, talking about the generation that didn't accept Christ. But that is the principle of in the spirit also. Those demons of sicknesses that we drive out, they might try to come back. So that is why you have to know how to resist the devil, steadfastly in the faith. And how do you resist the devil? First of all you have to know that it is by your word your word of your mouth you have to speak it out back to the devil when he's trying to come back. you tell that s- symptom because the devil will come with sickness come with symptoms also. you tell that symptom that no you don't put that symptom for me I am already healed. That's an example. I just give you one example. You see, Satan, you can't put that symptom up. I don't allow you. You say it like that. Satan, I do not allow you to put any symptom of your disease upon me because I am already healed by Jesus Christ on the cross 2,000 years ago. And I received that healing when they lay hands upon me on so-so-so date. I have been healed and I am healed forever. So don't put that symptom upon me anymore. In the name of Jesus Christ be gone. When you say that to the devil, he has to. He has to leave. So that's how you resist the devil. James chapter 4, verse 7. The book of James, chapter 4, verse 7 it says, You have to resist the devil and he shall flee from you. So, how do I resist the devil by confessing what the Bible says? That was what the Lord Jesus Christ used also. He said that it is written, so you are telling the devil what is written by God, and the devil knows it. But he was wondering whether you know it. And if you don't, if when the devil realizes that you know it and you are ready to stand your ground, the devil will have to run away from you. Yes, James, chapter 4. Say, Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. You see, it's a must. he must flee. But you have to resist him and he will flee from you. How do I resist him? You resist him just like you resist sickness, you resist sickness, you resist disease, you resist all whatever way you want to resist him. But with your mouth you speak to that sickness and say, No, you don't come to my body, my body is the temple of God. So you sickness, you don't belong here. Leave in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because my body, the Bible, Bible said, my body. It is written, my body is the temple of the living God. He that defiles the temple of God shall God destroy. So you spirit of infirmity that's causing this sickness, I command you to leave my body in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's how you receive. You are confessing the Bible the word. Of God has said, your body is the temple of God. Because Apostle Paul said, no, you know that your body is the temple of the of the living God, because the Holy Spirit of God dwells in you. And you are no more your own. You belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. And now remember, since we belong to the Lord Jesus, that's why we must live for Him. Live for Jesus. Because we are no more our own. We belong to Jesus Christ. Where then we must live for Jesus. And as you live for Him, the devil has no right to lay any disease or sickness upon you. Why? Because we belong to Jesus Christ. Now, also in First Peter chapter five, verse nine. First Peter chapter five verse nine. It's another place where Peter was saying we are to resist the devil steadfastly in the faith. First Peter chapter five from verse 8. He said, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, now it's not a lion, it's just behaving like a roaring lion. as a roaring lion, walk it about because we have the lion of the tribe of Judah with us. The Lion of all, the King of the jungle himself. The Lion of Job, Jesus Christ that is defending us. So the devil has no right around us. But he he will try as a roaring lion. walking about seeking whom he may devour. Don't let him devour you. So he can't devour everybody. That's why he's looking for whom he may devour. Those that have opened up for him. By not forgiving. By not walking in love. Or by all those offenses. Those are the ones he will be trying to devour. But the Bible says in verse 9 that Whom resist steadfast in the faith. Now he said the word steadfast. Means that don't just say, Well, I said it once, it didn't go. You have to say it to continue, continuously, steadfastly. Whom resist steadfast in the faith. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Now he said we are to resist the devil steadfast in the faith. That is, don't think it's just one time short. I'll give it a testimony. One time I was... I was giving a ride to a, a, a brother. I, I met him in church. I don't know whether he was really fully born again, but he was tormented and afflicted by some torment, which is like something pinching him. You can see how he's uh, reacting to that something that is pinching him. And it's a So I was uh, giving him a ride. I was driving, giving him a ride, and I was talking to him about the gospel. And I noticed that he, he was being tormented by some demons. Then I told him that if that thing tries to torment you again, you should quote this Bible verse that said Christ has already set you free, by his right you were healed. And and I could sense that as he, it was, I was driving, he was the passenger and that thing pinched him again and he said something quietly in his mouth. And that thing pinched him one more time. And this brother shrieked I said, he pinched me harder. I say yes, he may want to pinch you harder, but you see say it again. The brother was afraid to say it again I said, well, that is, you have to know that what you are saying is hurting that devil, that's why he pinched you at that. But don't stop, because you have not even been hurting this devil, the devil is hurting you. Now you hurt him back by saying this over and over again until the devil will run off. And that's how you overcome the enemy. But if you are afraid to say it again because the devil tried to pinch you at that, then you are giving him, you are giving him, you are like giving him to, to the devil. If I know that I, I at least one one of my blows is hurting the devil, then I want to keep giving that blow to him so that he will run away. Keep giving that blow to him so that he will run away. So you say it is written again. It is written, it is written. When you keep saying it, the devil will have to run off. Maybe the first time he tries to resist you. Yeah, it's a it's a stubborn animal. You have to he's going to try to resist. Think of a dog, they say there's this some bull when they grab a, an animal they won't let go. But see, I ah, go to let that bulldog leave you alone. You have to hit the bulldog in the head until his head is almost being crushed. Then he will let go and run off. So you can't say, "Oh, I hit him once and twice; he didn't run." And then you let him just bite you to death. No, you are going to keep hitting that bulldog, which is the devil, until he runs off. Because when you are hitting him hard, he's feeling the hurt. He's trying to hang in there, but no, you don't let him hang in there. You keep hitting until his his head is almost being crushed. He's going to have to let go and run off. That is the same thing you are going to do. That's why the Bible says, resist the devil steadfast. That is when you say it is written once, and they will try to hang in there, you say it again, it is written. You may have to look for another Bible verse, because if they devil quotes another Bible verse, you quote another Bible verse. It is written, by his stripes we were healed. If they devil try to say something else, you say it is written, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the Lord, being made a curse for me, I am no longer under any curse of the Lord. You if, if the devil tries to say anything, you quote another Bible verse that says it is written. Christ has destroyed the works of the devil. sicknesses and diseases are the works of the devil. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Satan, your works were destroyed by Jesus Christ on the cross. So leave me alone. You don't have any power over me anymore. When you say that, you are telling them what is written. And the devil may want to hang in and you quote another Bible verse that said, Christ has redeemed me from the cause of not being made a cause for me. So I am no longer under any cost. And there is another Bible verse in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 1 and 2 Say There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That is, you, are, you have no condemnation. The devil will try to say, Where well, you did something yesterday. That is why you are being afflicted. now." Huh? You can say, I have already, already repented of that. Christ has forgiven me. So there is no condemnation for me. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Somebody said, but you are not walking after the spirit. So yes, I am walking after the spirit. Why? He said, if the spirit of God is in you, you are walking after the spirit. The spirit of God is in me. So I am walking after the spirit. That's what Apostle Paul said in the book of Romans. And so therefore, I am walking after the spirit. So there is no condemnation for me. And verse 2 said, the law for the law of the spirit of life is a new law. In Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. See, the law of sin and death is what the devil is using to afflict people. If they have sinned, then he can put sickness upon them or death or ultimate death. But that is the law of sin and death. But the Bible said the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, which is the new law we are quoting right now, that Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law, being made a cause for us. That's the new law. That means we that have accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are in, under a new covenant. No more law of sin and death. And because we are under a new covenant, we have to tell the devil that, we have to remind the devil that. I Job chapter 41 verse 8, mentioned that you have to lay your heart upon this dragon. Remember the battle that you try to remind the devil of the battle that Jesus Christ defeated the devil on the cross. That's the battle you have to remember. You remind yourself, you remind the devil of that battle. That you remember, Jesus Christ who whipped you, Satan, on the cross, and by His resurrection on the cross, and by the death and resurrection, He whipped you, Satan. He made a show of you openly. That's what the Bible said. He led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. That is the Bible. You say, remember the Bible? You don't do any many anymore. So do no more. Job chapter forty-one, verse eight, talking about the Leviathan, which is the dragon, which is symbolizing Satan. How do you fight the devil? He said, just lay your hand upon the devil. Remember the battle. Which battle? The battle that Jesus Christ defeated Satan on the cross. And he made a show of him openly. And gave we Christians, we believers, power over the devil. Freely. That is battle you remember. You are reminding the devil of that battle and he said, do no more. The devil is done. The devil is handicapped. It's like handcuffed. The devil is handcuffed when you remind him of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. For us, and Jesus Christ defeated the devil on the cross. He led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men on earth. Jesus Christ destroyed him that has the power of the of death. In Hebrews chapter two, verse 15, 14 and 15. Christ tasted death for every man, and through death he destroyed him that has the power of death. So that is how you remind the devil of the barrel. And so we are more than conquerors. That's why the Bible calls us. We are more than conquerors. We that have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So you that listen to me, if you have not accepted Christ, you better accept Him as your Lord and Savior. and then you can resist the devil with all these Bible verses I'm, I'm giving to you. First Peter chapter five, as now, I just mentioned, that it said resist the devil steadfast in the faith, and he will flee from you. Now, like I said, those are the ways you overcome, and that's how you keep your healing. The devil will try to come back with some symptoms, when the symptoms are trying to come upon you, you say, No! Symptoms, you don't come upon me anymore. Satan, you don't bring that symptom upon me anymore Why? because Christ already healed me. Two thousand years ago, I was healed on the cross and I am healed. Because I was healed on the cross, I am healed forever and I am healed today. And that sickness does not belong to me. Take it away! And he has to. He has to take it away in the name of Jesus Christ. Take the symptoms away! He has to take it away in the name of Jesus Christ. Take the cancer away! He has to take it away in the name of Jesus Christ. That's what he, the, the Word of God says. That resist the devil and he shall flee from you. I'm, I'm giving you this insight so that you know how to do You have to believe it and confess it. Consistently con, continue to confess it until the devil leaves. Don't be afraid to confess it. It's a war. Remember, it's a battle. Somebody hit you, you hit him back. Hit you again, you hit him back. Hit you again, you hit him. If you stop hitting that person, then he's going to bombard you with more fists. But if you keep hitting him back harder, hitting him back harder, and then he's going to run from you. That is what it is. It's a battle between us and Satan. God is on our side, and He has given, his, he's given us His weapons. The weapon of God is His Word, and this is what I'm giving some more example Bible verses. So you can look for some more other Bible verses. He said in Romans chapter eight, this another Bible verse you can quote. You just say it is written, "If the Spirit of Him, Romans chapter eight, verse 11. If the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, does he dwell in you? The spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead? Yes. That is the Holy Ghost. He dwells in me. Say, well, I have not been baptized with the Holy Ghost. If you have been born again, the Holy Spirit is dwelling in you. The baptism of the Holy Spirit of speaking Spirit is just empowerment, additional empowerment. But you have to believe that the Holy Spirit is already dwelling in you by you being born again. And because the spirit of him that, that, that he raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you, what does he say will happen? Verse 10 and 11. But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwells in you. So you can confess that and say, The Spirit of God that raised up Jesus from the dead is in me. Therefore, He that raised up Christ from the dead is quickening my mortal body right now, and He has quickened my mortal body right now. Quickening means made alive, made it alive, come alive. That is healing your body, making it come alive, making it healthy. That's what quickening means. He has quickened my mortal body by His feet that dwells in me. I expect my mortal body to be healthy and well. I command my mortal body to be healthy and well in the name of Jesus Christ because the Holy Ghost dwells in me and is quickening my mortal body right now making my mortal body healthy and well as you say it you are confessing the word of God that is one of the ways you resist the devil and that's how you resist all the devil's atrocities trying to come back by quoting the word of God. He say, yeah, another Bible said we are crucified with Christ nevertheless we live because we live because Christ lives." he said, we shall live also Galatians chapter two. I I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live; yet not I, but Christ lived in me. You have to confess the word of God and receive the devil and say, "I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. All things are passed away; behold, all things, all things have become new." Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen. And as you call that, then live as a new creature. Live for Christ. He said that He died for us, so that we who live should not as for well live for ourselves, but live for Him who died for us and rose again. So, as you confess the word of God, you are going to resist the devil steadfastly in the faith. You can also quote the Bible that says, it is written, Himself took my infirmities and he bear my sicknesses upon himself on the cross. By whose rise I was healed. You confess that I was already healed on the cross, I am healed today. Because I was healed on the cross, I am healed today forever. And the word of God is forever set to the devil. You to quote the Bible for it is written, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. His word is the same yesterday and today and forever. What he has done for me on the cross is right now with me to enforce it. And he's enforcing it. Why? Because it is finished. Jesus Christ said it is finished on the cross. My redemption is completed on the cross. I am redeemed. My body has been redeemed from sicknesses, from diseases. My soul has been redeemed from all evil, thoughts, from imaginations. That's why he said that think of all those good things that are good. Whatever things are true, whatever things are pure, Whatever things are honest, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on those things. So my mind has been renewed and and renewed and redeemed from evil thoughts, evil imaginations, and my soul has been redeemed. my My spirit is already redeemed. I'm born again. My body has been redeemed from sickness and diseases. I'm confessing it, and I'm so. I command my body where well. you are to confess it like that. I expect my body to be well from head to toe. You have to confess it like that. And as you confess it, it shall be so for you. Because we overcame the dragon by the blood of the Lamb of God. And by the word of our testimony. Now I'm going to pray for you. Now I'm going to pray for you. If you have any ailment, this is part of the prayer of the saints. That say they shall lay hand upon the sick and they shall recover. I'm laying my hand upon you by faith right now in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. you touch any part of your body that is hurting? Father, I pray. I pray for all the people that are listening right now, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I by faith, I labor upon them, receive your healing. Jesus Christ already paid for it on the cross. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, receive your healing. Jesus Christ already paid for it on the cross. Himself took your infirmities and impaired your sicknesses. By whose right you were healed. By whose right you were healed. By the stripes of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross, before the cross, you were healed. So receive your healing. sicknesses, go, heal from them. Spence of infirmities that are causing sicknesses, leave them and torment them no more, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I say again, you spiritual family that are causing sickness and disease, I say, leave these people that are listening to me, and torment them no more, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is it friend, you are healed. Thank you Jesus for your healing. Just begin to thank Him. If you believe you are healed, what should you be doing? You should be thanking Him now. Just lift up your hands right now and wave to Jesus. Set your heart upon Jesus and say, thank you Jesus for healing me. Thank you Jesus Christ for making me every with all. Say it, say it with your mouth, over and over again. Thank you Jesus for making me every with oh, all. Thank you Jesus for making me every with oh, all. Thank you Jesus for making me every with Oh, I am healed. Keep confessing it. Say I am healed of that paralysis. Say I am healed of that cancer. Say I am healed of that infirmity. Say I am healed of that blood sickness. Say I am healed of that lung disease. Say I am healed of that skin disease. Say I am healed of every pain and affliction. Say I am healed of every infirmity. Whatever is your disease, just call that name and say I am healed of that disease. It is no more mine. It belongs to the devil. I am healed of it in Jesus' name. Jesus Christ has already healed me. Not that that going to heal you. he's already healed you. Believe that you receive it now. I say I am healed. Say say, it again. Say I am healed of that disease. I am healed of that sickness. I am healed of all those infirmities. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. So shall it be. And you are healed. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless your heart. All right. So that we can send you some more exhortations. Gospel Distribution Evangelical Association. You can get our address on the website. GospelDistribution.org God bless you.